Hello and welcome to the Naked Professors podcast. Uh, I've got a one-off special today. It's Mother's Day and anyone who follows me on my socials will know that I love my mum. You know, she's a superstar and it's a beautiful opportunity for me to sit in a space and celebrate her as a mum, to get into our relationship as mother and son and talk about some of the more sort of the deeper stuff, uh, stuff around mental health and I don't know, there's so many things unwrap around this conversation. It was really beautiful, actually. I'm very fortunate to be able to still have her and to have these conversations. So I'm not going to say too much, but... If you know my mum, you'll know that she brings some really special energy. So I really hope you enjoy it. And I don't know, this brings some kind of Mother's Mother's Day cheer to you or I don't know what it'll bring, but I just, it's a really beautiful conversation and uh, I hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over to my dear mum. Shall we just jump straight in, mum? Yes, I'm ready. Well, we're in. It's, It's happening. Our podcast is happening. Jolly good. So now, Mum, you know how I like to start all of my podcasts is by asking someone how... Well, in fact, I don't, if, I don't know if you do know because I don't know if you can be bothered to listen these days. But anyway, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> how are you is how I like to start it. And that's a real question. How are you really? So that's... Let me have it. Hit me. Exhausted. <laughs> Anything more? <laughs> Happy. Because it's a lovely sunny day. I've had a busy day. And it's nice to talk to you. Just to give some clarity, the, the reason Mum's exhausted is it's just taking us 20 minutes for her to press a button um, that says join recording. Um, <laughs> and, and it's exhausted her. So that's that's the nature of the podcast that you're, you're, you're listening to today. Um, high tech. But thank you, Mum. I hear you. And I, I'm going to do a little um, a check-in for you as well, because you know it's been quite a lot for me recently. And you know I felt you're in, you're part of my heart space community. And, you know, yesterday was the first time in in heart space history where I, I had to say to the community that I needed just to take a bit of a break from showing up on the live video because just it's just quite a lot it's 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 quite a lot for me at the moment generally I feel just quite you know quite overwhelmed and without going into all the specifics of it all it's just you know and, and I don't carry any shame around that you know we've had to work at this because you know I think it's easier it's easier for you when I just say yeah I'm fine thanks but um, my, 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 my new world is, is that I've entered in the last 10 years is that I, I want to try and actually connect with my emotions and share really the truth of what I feel. And that is that, you know, it is quite, it's quite a difficult time for me at the moment. And I'm, and I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not drowning in that. I'm not feeling sorry for myself in that. But I'm just honest in that, you know, the, the last year has been quite hard. And as you know, I, I live alone and I'm lucky that you're in my bubble and I can visit your dad sometimes. But day to day on my own, which I'm, I'm generally fine with, but um, it's a bit monotonous. There's not much growth out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, I, I've been in a relationship and that's, that's been overseas, that's been really difficult um, to manage in that respect. I haven't earned much money over the last year. You know, you add all these things in, it's it's quite a difficult time. And it's kind of a lot of that has come to a bit of a head in the last um, few weeks, really. So yeah, that's been, that's that's kind of, I felt, maybe a bit of a culmination of that over the last couple of days. It's been quite difficult, but um, but I'm okay with that. And obviously now I've got this wonderful opportunity to sit in a space with you and have a conversation on behalf of, well, not on behalf of, but because it's Mother's Day. And isn't that lovely? That is lovely, <laughs> Ben. Yes. <laughs> it is lovely. I mean it. I know. I know. Are you nervous? No. Okay. No. I've done it before, remember. Yeah, you're a podcast pro. For anyone who, who, who wants to listen in, I did a podcast with mum two years ago on, on this day, for Mother's Day. So, But that was a bit of a teaser, I feel like. And we never really actually, you know, bring some context. We never actually 
I didn't feel like, and it was difficult because I was sharing the space with Matt, who obviously was part of it too, but I never really got to quite take it exactly where I wanted to take it. And maybe that's, you know, a fresh opportunity today. So just to give you some some perspective, my intention for the podcast today is to celebrate you as a mum, I think, on Mother's Day, but to dive a little deeper into our relationship as as mother and son and to just have a conversation around that. I, w- I would say it's got a mental health tone to it, but mental health is a fairly unique and new concept for you, isn't it? It's not something you've ever grown up with, so I'm not sure you fully sort of get your head around all the mental health stuff. But I guess I want to talk about, you know, emotion, feelings, what it's like to have, to have what it's like to have been my mum, what it's like to have been mum to three boys, um, what it's like to to watch me go on my path that isn't perhaps the most uh, not authentic, um, the most common of paths, you know, the most conventional, conventional. conventional. Thank you. Yeah, the most conventional paths. And I've also had some questions from people on Instagram that I will hit you with as well. So yeah, I guess the way I'm going to start by I think celebrating you as a mum because you know we have a very, well I I well I'm going to I'm going to own it for you. I think we have a very special relationship, and we've always I felt we've always had a special relationship, but I think it's you know, through the work that I've done, I think it's become more special because I feel like I've I've learned how to connect a bit more deeply with people and, and have more conversations like this, if you like, that will probably stay with me for a long time, you know, Talk, having, having, because we're forced into a space where we can't go anywhere. There aren't any distractions and we are, I've got questions that I'll, I'll ask you to, to answer and we're forced into going there, you know. Uh, it's not often that we do that in society, is it? No. Okay, mum, celebrating you as a, as a mum, and I haven't really scripted this and I hadn't intended to start it, but I think um, I'd like to start it by just sharing uh, my appreciation and uh, love for you as as a mum and as, as someone who's given me so much. And I, I actually, I say this a lot in a lot of my talks that you sometimes you might have heard because sometimes you, you, you're there in the audience, but, you know, I think you showed me as my mum so much of what I think is so beautiful in humanity now as a human being you know you showed me always so much sensitivity and kindness and love and compassion and you know empathy and you know you listen and you're just you know these beautiful beautiful human traits that I think you represent so amazingly and and I see it not only in that I receive it myself but I think you know I see it in your relationships with so many of your friends too you know that they're they're very lucky to have you in in how you you show up and and live. I'm so lucky that I've had you as my mum to show me that. So I just yeah want to start by sharing that appreciation for you in that sense. Thank you. <laughs> That's lovely. Thank you, Ben. No, it's I, I like I mean it, and I don't say it to you enough, but it's it's maybe still a part of the the kind of you know my ego that's still kind of trying to protect me as a man, in that I still you know it's not. Because I'm not used to sharing it to you all the time. It's still a part of me that's like, no, but this isn't normal. I don't, that's different. Like, stay with what you know. Just just keep it at arm's distance. So I still don't say as much as I'd like to to you. But I, it's always in my heart. It's just that I don't always necessarily share it as much as, as, I, as I could, which I think is probably the same for all the men in, in our family. You know, I've got two brothers and dad. And mm. I think probably we're better at keeping the emotions inside of us than expressing, although I'm 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 trying, you know. You, you're doing very well. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, I want to start with that appreciation. I guess the other thing that just flows for me, and I, and I do want to ask you questions, believe, believe it or not, in time, but I'm just, I guess, sharing some of my truths in setting all this up. The other thing I want to say to you is that I don't know whether this is true or not, but it's something that I've often thought. And obviously, Adam, Adam, well, my two brothers, um, Adam Guy and, and I, uh, are all still single. You know, I'm 39, Adam and Guy are 
I don't know if they'll mind me saying their age, but 45 and 47. We're getting on a little bit, it's fair to say. And um, the space that we all find ourselves is that we're all single. And I often wonder that one of the reasons for that is because, I don't know, and I mean this in a compliment, by the way, to you, but I wonder if it's because you set such a high example for us in what what a woman is and what a woman can be that it's, it's been really hard for us to find that in in women in, in our own lives because I don't think many women match up to you. You know, you've kind of shown us all the way as what, what women can be. I don't, I, I, I wonder, I'm not saying that is true, but I do wonder if that is partly the case because there's clearly something going on with the three of us in our, in our, in our single form. I wouldn't say that was the case at all. I, you, you just haven't met the right person. I think when you, when you meet the right person, you're, you'll know it. And I, I don't think you compare me with the, the, the girls that you meet with me, but maybe you do, I don't know. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that was, I mean, gosh, I'm just very down to earth and normal and um, nothing special at all. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that was the case, but who knows. Every child, and by child, I mean, um, um, whether you're adult or young or whatever age you are, as long as your parents are alive, every child thinks their their mum or their dad, or most most children anyway, think their mum and their dad, they're the the best mum in the world. You know, you you hear it, you hear it on the radio when people requesting songs and things for Mother's Day, to the best mum in the world or to the best on Father's Day to the best dad in the world. So I think that's that's the case, that every child thinks that their mum is the best mum in the world. I think you're right, but I think, um, you know, Adam and Adam and Guy and I, we are all aware, I think there is something extra special about you. I don't think it's, um, you know, and, and our friends say it too, you know, how, how amazing you are. You know, it's, um, I think there is something very, very special about you, which I think you've given to us too. So we're, we're you know, we're fortunate we benefit off, off you too. <laughs> Despite our teasing, that, that all we get from you is 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 your lack of intellect, <laughs> <laughs> which might be true as well. To be honest with you, I can de- I definitely like to blame you when I, when when my intellect falls short. All you know? right, you'd like to take after dad. <laughs> you know that already. <laughs> yes, dad. Dad gave us the brains. Mum gave us the um the human, looks human element. <laughs> no, sadly, you didn't give us the lips either. <laughs> I wanted to share that. And also, of course, by the way, we don't ever, I don't think we ever compare any of our, our potential girlfriends or partners to you. But I think you just set a, a high standard as a young age in terms of what women bring. And, and you know, it's and, and, and that, and that and in a beautiful way. And we're very lucky. And I think, you know, through that, I will invite an amazing woman into my life because you've shown me that that's possible. So, you know, I mean it very much as a compliment. Thank you. No, thank you. Now, you also say the, the immortal the immortal words that forever traumatise your three boys, that is that you tell us that all you ever wanted was three little girls. You know, those, that, that your, fav- your favourite line whenever one of us steps out of line or doesn't bring home a girlfriend for the... That's my favourite line. Yeah, for the 40th year in a row, no girlfriends. So I guess my question is for you in, in this moment is, what's it like to be a mum of three boys? Busy. <laughs> what's it like? It's, it's wonderful. I don't know because I've never had girls, so I don't know what it's like to have a daughter. I do get a bit fed up sometimes with all the talk of sport, but I'm interested. I've I've grown to be interested in sport. When you were little, of course, it was all mud and rugby boots and washing and um, watching standing on the touchline or or watching the cricket um, when you were all at school. 
but I was very proud of all of you. I mean, you all you all did so well in in different ways, and um, I was very proud, and still am very proud of all of you. And it's wonderful to have three boys. I suppose in some ways it's easier to have three of the same sex because you don't you just uh, you can just follow that path. So with dad and you three, I don't have to think about sort of going to ballet shows or anything like that, which would be nice to do. But um, I just have to think about um, watching Brighton and Hove Albion on television or watching the rugby. So it's, 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 it's great. I love it. So then, Mum, I'd love to follow that up and say, well, but what about what about the times when we're sat around the lunch table or dinner table or whatever it is, or supper table, as you like to call it, and, you know, the conversation is only about sport and, you know, and perhaps you're wondering, you'd like to, to, to you know, learn, know a little bit more deeply about how your sons are or what's going on in their, in their lives and you'd like to know more about their girl, our girlfriends or you'd like to know more about kind of how we feel or whatever and, and the conversation doesn't sort of go that way. It goes back to sport, back to sport. What, what about that? Is that is that a downside? How do you feel about that? You're very open and and you tell me you tell me most things and so you're more like a daughter. I, I don't mean that. Um, uh, I, I mean that your behaviour to, towards me is more like um, a daughter. Whereas, emotionally. Yes, emotionally exactly. Whereas with Guy and Adam, um, they they behave more like sons behave. So I'm happy to talk to talk about sport, but I, I'm very happy that you tell me about what's going on in your life and, and you're, you're open and straightforward with me. And with Adam and Guy, they're, they're more closed shop and they don't, they don't sort of tell me so much. Well, they, they don't really tell me so much, but you've each got your own... You, 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 you're all so different. You're very, the three of you are very different, and you've each got your special ways. And so, I just accept that um, when we sit down around the table, sport often dominates. But I have to say, the other day, um, it didn't. We we talked about everything under the sun, and it was lovely. We discussed all sorts of all sorts of subjects, and that was really really good and really nice and um i i enjoy talking about other things other than sport although i'm quite happy to talk about sport or let you talk about sport and i'll just listen can i ask about so you, so you say it's nice that i let you in a bit more and tell you a bit more why why is that nice you know because obviously in, in the world today there is a big movement and i'm i guess i'm involved in it around men talking more and you know letting people into our inner world if you like a little bit more and you know if 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 adam or guy listen to this they'd probably cringe at that kind of this whole conversation they'd find it awkward and difficult in that respect but why is it nice for you for me to share more with you and to talk to you more because you'll know when you have children ben that um obviously you absolutely adore your children and and you want to feel close to them and as they get older obviously you that you you grow up grow apart because well when they become adults they 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 their lives take on um a different path they they have girlfriends and they go on 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 different 
journeys and they don't they generally are not so close boys to their mums whereas girls tend to stick close to their to their mums and and ring them up a lot and tell them I mean not all obviously not all daughters are like that um, um, I've got some friends who who don't get on so well with their daughters and, and in fact one particular friend who gets on much better with her daughter-in-law than she does with her own daughter but generally speaking um, mums and daughters are very very close whereas sons and and, and mums although that they they can't they can be close as when they get their girlfriends and wives they tend to drift away a bit I think I get that one but, but but what I'm trying to get at is, is but why so so yes of course it's lovely to stay to stay close and not to drift away but why does it matter to you that if I if if I talk to you more deeply and share more stuff with you and tell you more about what's going on in my life why does that matter like you know if I was you know, Adam or Guy, for example, might say, "Well, why? Do, why do you need to know that stuff? Why? Why does it? It's not your stuff. It's my stuff. Why should I tell you this stuff?" Like, I'm, I'm basically asking from your perspective. You say it's nice that I share more things, so I'm a man who perhaps talks talk more. Well, why should why should men talk more? Why? What does it bring you that I do talk more to you? Because you want you want to feel inside inside their emotion. You want to hear their emotions. You want to share their emotions. You want to feel their emotions because you want your children to be happy and you, you, you want the best for your children. And if they don't tell you how they're feeling or what's going on, then you don't know. You don't know because they're, they're not telling you. And so you, you just need to know how they feel. We don't, you don't need to know, but you want to know how they feel because you want them to be happy. You want them to express their feelings to you so that you can share in their emotions. Or if they're not happy, if, if, if something is, is worrying them, you want to be able to help them. Or if they're feeling sad, you want to be able to comfort them. Or if they're feeling um, elated, you want to join in their, their joy. Because you're a mum, and that's that's what mums do. That's what mums want to do. They want to feel their children's emotions along with their children. And if if your son, or indeed even your daughter, doesn't tell you and doesn't express their feelings, then you can't you can't join in the feelings with them. Yeah, I'm with you 100. percent This is kind of what where I I, I sit, and that I I guess I learned that connection is such a, a lovely thing, you know, and and I didn't ever really know that, and and for me growing up in in a society that told me to be a certain type of man, you know, I never wanted to share, you know, I I know you, you would have seen me as a young child and known that I had a very soft, sensitive kind of side to me that you know was full of love, but as I grew older, I don't know if you kind of saw this or felt this, but. I don't know. Did you did you see me sort of close off and kind of stop telling you perhaps how I felt a bit more and kind of go become a bit more elusive? I don't think I saw it gradually. I don't. I don't think I saw it coming, as it were, gradually. No. But then when you did, I remember that phone call when when you had been on a retreat or you were still on a retreat, and that phone call and you told me you loved me and you you were quite tearful and and that's probably the defining moment when when. Um, you opened up to me um, and from then on you've been very open and forthcoming in your emotion telling me your 
your emotions. Um, yeah, I remember that moment then as mm. well. I remember where I was. Mm. Yeah, mm. I remember we were kind of set the challenge on that. On that, I don't like to use the word retreat because I think it can be a bit. It doesn't really, you know, even for you, if I say the word retreat, you'd be like retreat. I don't know what a retreat is, but you know, and it was an experience to allow me to to learn more about who I really was, if you like, over three days. And one of the challenges that we were set was to to call our parents and to let them know. I think how grateful we were for them. You know, there was a lot of emotion in the room, so we were kind of led down that that path. But that's great because, you know, it is so, it's as crazy as this sounds, as a, as a man, it's so hard to share that love that you have. It's just not, it, it's in our heads. It's like there's something that says, no, this is awkward. It's difficult. It's don't let someone see you that deeply. Don't let them feel you because then it's more, you're more, vulnerable in that space you're more it's like scary it's like it's it's i what i refer to this is all my ego that 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 perceives all this stuff you know at the same time i'm fully aware that at some point you know we'll lose you and you know i want you to know what i i feel for you the pain that 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 pain will never really will go away if, if we lose you and and i haven't shared that and that's always in my conscience now it's like i don't want I want you to know what's inside of me too, because if you don't, then there'll always be a slight gap. You know, that connection is not as as strong as it could have been because as humans, we have emotions and they are what bond us together. They are what create connection. And uh, so, yeah, that, that, that matters to me. Um, but it, but it, but it's hard. There's a big part of me still, having done all, you know, so much work and those experiences that you just talked about, it's really hard and I, there's still a big part of me that's just like, no, just shy away from that. Remove yourself. Like it's, you know, it's easier not to. You know, this is this is part of my my big challenge is I want more men to be able to get out of their own way, if you like. Because for me, my, me showing my love is me getting out of my own way. It's getting out of the nonsense that goes on in my head that tells me who I should be as a man. And actually, because when I connect with the, with my heart, which you know I, I refer to my heart, but when I connect to my heart, then. You know, and we would all feel the same, I believe, like all, everyone in, in our family that we have so much love for you, but it's just the, the, the perception of who we should be that stops us from sharing that. And it wasn't just with you that I had that. You know, I had that in all my relationships through, until I did that work. You know, me sharing my love for you was, sure, was with you, but it was also that that's, I've taken that into all of my other relationships now. You know, I, I, couldn't, I didn't tell a girlfriend that I could really love, love them in my 20s either. And, and, and it's just not, that's not the way to live. It doesn't facilitate. My, my goal is to have beautiful, a, a beautiful relationship with my wife in the future where we feel deeply connected. And that's not going to happen if I can't share love, you know, and if I can't yeah. share love for my mum, I haven't got much chance of sharing love for my, for my wife either. No. It's the way I see it. I understand. Do you find it weird and difficult that I've done this, this work? I know you probably see the benefit a bit more now. Because we can have these kind of conversations. But for a while, it was probably, I mean, I, m- I remember the first time I called you and told you that I was working with a coach. And you know the reasons now why I was working with a coach, but at the time you didn't really. And I remember your reaction was, oh, good goodness, you're not going to join a cult, are you? <laughs> I remember that too. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the natural perception, right? It's like, and also, like, you just didn't want me to change. You loved me for what, how I was. You didn't want me to change. Change was who knows what I might change into. Mm. So there was a bit of a threat there. But you know, you um, do you find it? How, what do you think of my journey, and and I, where I'm at now? I I think it's wonderful because I suppose I'm reaping the benefit, aren't I? And I'm very very proud of you because I can see um, with heart space all the people that um, on HeartSpace, how they 
they think that they think you're amazing, which is which is lovely. And I feel so proud. I think, well, you're my son, and I th- I think you're amazing too. As I think Adam and and Guy are amazing in different ways, but yes, I think I think it's it. I can see I can see what you were seeking if you like I don't know if that's the right word yeah and I think it's wonderful that you've 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 found what you have found and I think it's it's the right way forward for for men because I think as you say men do hide their feelings and particularly I I mean it, it going back to the Victorian times how how men just I mean they're Boys used to have to call their father sir, and 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 there wasn't this love that men show to their sons now. And I think it's wonderful that it's it's progressed in in this way, and that fathers nowadays kiss and cuddle and hug their sons. And I think that's that's absolutely wonderful. Why why shouldn't they? Just like mothers do. And um, I think I think it's moving in the right direction. And, and you're helping it move in the right direction, Ben. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I also think I just I feel like I should. I want to say that there's also no blame for in my in my part anyway, and I'm sure not in your part too. That you know, if people don't, um, if they're not in that space, you know, like, because we're not taught. Like as I said, like I, I lived. If I had a child in my twenties. Of course, I would have loved the child. Of course, I would have done. But I wouldn't. Have, I certainly, in terms of definitely my wife, I wouldn't have been able to show her the love, and. I don't blame myself for that. I just was following what I thought was normal and it became, you know, programmed that way. It was just, that was just the norm. Mm. So I don't, I don't, I don't blame anyone for, for being their way, but I do think it's healthy that there are opportunities now, you know, for like, like for me to do the work that I did that's allowed me. And it's not like I, for me, I don't think I've changed as such, but I just think I've allowed for like more of me to uncover, Mm. you know, it's like that, that, that love, that I'm able to express more now is now just able to be to be delivered, and that's a new addition. It's not I've changed. I can just tap into that now. You've allowed your emotions in, or allowed your emotions out, out whichever you like, which way around you like to um, put it. Um, yeah, and and that, yeah. I think that's 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 lovely. That's wonderful. So I um, had some, I, I, I just, just before we ran the podcast, I opened up for a few questions to see if anyone wanted to ask, because you are, you are a big hit on my Instagram <laughs> channel, um, as you, as you know, as you, as you like to strut around thinking you're the queen of Instagram these days. <laughs> my friend Lawrence asked a question saying, what would you do differently if you could? And then he put brackets, put Ben up for adoption, question mark. <laughs> Which I thought was a bit cruel, and I presume you're probably not going to agree with him. But well, I thought I'd allow the space for you to answer it. What would I have done differently? Yeah, is there anything you would have done differently? Yes, as a mother. Yes, I think so. I think um, I don't think I as as children when you were young, you, I didn't give you enough time, and I don't feel I enjoyed you as much as I I would like to have done. I mean, I did, obviously I enjoyed you, but. What I mean is I don't feel I gave you enough time. And if I had my time over again, I would enjoy you more, which is is, is not to say that I didn't enjoy you, but life, life was busy. Life was hectic because, as you know, Dad, Dad was 
always at work, hardly ever here, and didn't have any any help at all, um, which I know most most mothers don't have. You know, I'm not saying I, I, but it was it was busy, and I think if I had my time over again, I would I would forget about I don't know housework or or everything being right and I think I would give you more time and enjoy enjoy the time when you were younger more or I'd like to have the time again to enjoy when you were young that that's what I would change yeah lovely and I, I totally by the way I don't I'm not for one second thinking oh but does that mean you didn't enjoy us at the time because I know and I know that you whatever the situation was you were just doing the best with what you had and I also know how much it is to have kids um so you don't need to, you know, I know how much love you have for me and, and, and all of us. What were the big sort of stresses that got in the way from you enjoying us then, like growing up, if you say you wish, what stopped you from enjoying us at that time? Well, I think because it was it was all quite busy. We always seemed to be rushing. Um, life was a rush. And because dad, as you know, played cricket at weekends and we always seemed to be packing up and rushing off to cricket. And and I don't know, the, it, it was it was quite busy. It was a busy, busy time, really. I find that actually really interesting as well, Mum, because I think like you know even these days when I, if someone says how are you doing, and if I say I'm busy, people's automatic response is oh great, you know sounds that sounds brilliant, you know what's what's, and and for me like you know the world that I want to live in is I, I want to be less busy and more present, you know for the very reason that you just shared because I think society does teach us to that busy is healthy and we should always be busy when actually. In that, perhaps, do we miss just the actual process of just enjoying spending time with one another? Yeah, appreciating that, you know. It's like in this lockdown, lots of lots of people said, lots of um, parents have said they've really enjoyed it because they they've spent time together. You know, the the father or the mother haven't been rushing off to the office or to work, and they've spent more time as a family. And I think that that's yes that's what I would change I would I would love to have my time back again with you when you're all little and spend more time playing with you and 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 just spending time with you really even even though Adam was making me cry most days (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't much fun to mother was it no not much fun at all No, I totally hear you. I totally hear you. Yes. And also, I think, you know, let's be honest as well. There's a lot of lot of parents or mums out there who've, who've, you know, during lockdown thinking, my God, this has been a nightmare because it's also been so added more stress, at least they, in, in the other, in the other, in, in, when, when the world was more normal, let's say, or how it was a year ago, at least they perhaps got a bit more time to themselves to breathe. And in a, such a busy world, Sometimes all we crave is just a bit of space to breathe, isn't it? And, and um, so I, I, I completely hear it both ways. Um, and it depends, I think, in the in every circumstances, doesn't it, a little bit? Yes. Um, what about the fact that I'd love to ask you about, you know, obviously I've taken quite an unconventional path in, in life, whereas Adam and Guy have taken, you know, very conventional paths and very successful paths with their careers. And then I know that, you know, growing up, you and Dad or my late teens were always just hoping that I would just be a lawyer like dad because it, it offered a lot of security and gave a lot of safety, didn't it? If I, if I did that, you could kind of relax a little bit more. Mm. So what about the path that I've taken now? How does that make you feel as a mum, given that perhaps there isn't so much security, you know? And as I've shared, you know, the last year financially have been difficult particularly, and you perhaps mm. don't have quite the same level of security over, over me as you would with Adam and Guy, who are, you know, financially in a very different, stable place. How so? How does that sit with you? Everything around that. I suppose um, 
I'm very, very proud of you. I'm very proud of what you've done and what you're doing. I suppose I do worry. I worry that, um, as you say, financially, it, it, it's, it's difficult. And I think if, if you do meet the right person and you want to get married and have a family, it, that, that obviously is a, is, might, might, you know, might be a problem um, with a, a financial problem. So I suppose I, I'm, I'm, while I'm very proud, I'm, I'm slightly concerned and worried. I'm sure things are going to, um, I'm, I'm, I think you're moving in the right direction and I'm sure things are going to, when, when the lockdown's finished and all this awful, the pandemic hopefully fades into a, a distant memory, that things will pick up for you and, and um, heart space will take off. Well, it's, it's taken off anyway, but it will really take off and um, you'll, you'll get back to your festivals and your retreats and, and your corporate speaking and all the other things that you do, which have, uh, have a lot of it's been restricted because of um, COVID. So, yeah. Would you rather I went down a more conventional path and, you know, was a, let's say I was, I mean, I, was, I don't think I was ever clever enough really to be a, to be a lawyer. But let's say I, I managed to tap more into dad's genes and less of yours, and I managed to be clever <laughs> enough to be a, a lawyer. Would, um, would, would, how would that make you feel now if I was sat in that space and I've been a lawyer for the last 15 years and I had that security? Well, I suppose, obviously, that the security would, would, would make me feel, would relax me more. I wouldn't worry so much. But I think you enjoy from, you, you're getting enjoyment you're getting a great deal of satisfaction and from your your work which I don't think you would as a as a lawyer or I don't know whatever other path you took I think and enjoying doing what you do whatever it is whether whether it's being a lawyer or or as I was a nurse or um train driver or postman whatever job you do I think as long as you get enjoyment and, and satisfaction and pleasure from it then then that's 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 the most important well not the most important but that is very important but of course you've got to think about um, security I mean unfortunately um, finance is 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 part of of, of life of whether we like it or not and we, we, we do have to consider that, I think, really. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, the dream is the, is the balance, isn't it? That's what I'm working towards is, you know, it's having that financial independence and, and do things that you love. And um, But it's, 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 you know, it's not always easy, is it? But I guess where I'm, where I'm coming from is that one of the things I'm conscious of as a parent, I think the thing that you want ahead of anything for your child is just safety, right? You want them to be, to be safe. Mm. And that, that can... From there, you know, you you know that you'll love me whatever job I do, right? Mm. So to you, it doesn't really make a difference as long as you know that I'm safe. But obviously, I'm my my happiness isn't purely sat in how happy you are. My happiness is sat in the life that I'm living. And um, I'm not. <clears throat> by the way, this isn't a criticism or anything like that. It's just a kind of talking talk, discussion of the different dynamics and the different sort of things that we seek as 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 adults or parents and and children, if you like, or not even children, but 
sons and daughters and, and parents. And um, yeah, like, you know, I think if I, I, you know, I tried the corporate world for six years, you know, in, in surveying and whilst it did give me security and I kind of in theory was on the right track and probably whilst you and dad probably felt, oh, that's good, you know, he's on that track. You know, internally for me, there was definitely some emptiness in that space. Like, I don't know whether I was always born with a creative itch or if it's born out of kind of whatever purpose, some kind of need to express myself or be creative or, or to, to even f to have my voice heard or whatever it is my need is. There was obviously something inside of me that was like, I don't, I just don't get, there's pain for me and just for me selling my soul if you like i kind of sold my soul for for in exchange for money sitting at a desk every day and whilst i was really fortunate the job i had and the people around me and it was great i wasn't expressing my, my truth i wasn't i wasn't creating yeah it's that fine balance it's not a fine balance at all it's just this different needs that parents want nothing more than kids to be safe you know the actual individual in this case me safe is is almost like a, a prerequisite like a, a safety is it's kind of a, i will be safe you know and, mm -hmm. and i know you probably don't feel that and you you know there are concerns particularly you know after covid and finances and whatever in a, in a in a job that i have to create my own money there's less safety there's less security but it makes me feel alive and yeah i don't know it's interesting i mean i really hope hope i hope to be a, a dad one day and i and i hope my hope is that the, the the attitude that I take with me is that I really, you know, I, I want my child to be whatever it is they are and to trust in the process that they will be safe. But fundamentally, I want them to be alive on the inside. Do you, does that make yeah. any sense? Yeah, it does. Yes. Yeah. I think I think for, for your child, to me, well, I suppose safety comes into in under the umbrella of health, because to me, health is 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 number one, really health. And then, and, and safety, I think, comes under the umbrella of health and then happiness. And if your child is, is healthy and, and safe, and then happiness just follows on. So that for, for a mother, that's, that's what I feel is important. And I think it's a slight generational thing as well, because, you know, you came out of the Second World War, where time when just, just being safe and just having food on the table and a, and a good job and you know just mm. just being able to live in in relative freedom without fear and without all the trappings of what was going on around that period and and worry mm. that was a just a treat a blessing in itself that was like oh wow i get to just go to the shops without feeling scared mm. you know and, and i'll get food on the table and i can choose whatever food i want it's not like i'm rationed or anything else that this is wow like what, a, what an amazing thing whereas we never went through that experience so we don't have such a value on just that stuff. That stuff is kind of our, our of course, that's, that's we take, you know, not to say we take it for granted. And I, you know, really try and practice gratitude around this stuff because not everyone, certainly, like a lot of people around the world, don't have this even to this day. But it's all I've ever known. It's all I've ever grown up in. And I guess, you know, generationally, people around my age and, and even, you know, millennials younger than I, they're, they, they seek more than safety now. You know, there is a real drive. And I know. You know, and your dad would say it's, you know, there's not, there's a lack of kind of hard work, just getting your head down and doing stuff you don't want to do. But it's a different attitude now, isn't it? Do you know, mm. do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, the world yeah. has changed, hasn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything's changed. And of course, with COVID, it's changed again. So, yes, where everything will, will be different again now. And maybe for the better, maybe we will see 
kindness and support. And when when I was growing up, when you you had a job, it was a job sort of for life, as it were. I mean, you 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 whatever you did, that was it. Um, but now, of course, people change jobs, and they or they 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 may be redundant, or they take a different path. And it, it it the world is a completely different place to to how it was when when I was growing up, and probably it would change yet again. I mean, um, when when your children grow up, it, it, the world will change again. So maybe I'll be sat on a podcast with one of my children in the future and they'll be Absolutely. You know, telling me about their entirely different set of values that I grew up with. You Absolutely. Know? Maybe then their value will be just all about the planet, just trying to keep the planet alive. And Absolutely. they'll wonder how I ever did X, Y, Z, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yes. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yes. What's your, your hope for my future, please? Well, I hope that um, you find the right girl to that you fall deeply in love with and she falls deeply in love with you and um you either you marry or you don't marry it doesn't really matter and you have the children that you would like and that i know obviously you're you're you enjoy what you do so that's that's wonderful but obviously you need to get a bit more financial um stability under your belt and so i hope for, from that respect um, that happens too, and then you will feel more um, relaxed. <laughs> yes, thank you, me too. Yes, and what do I hope for your future? I hope that you just, I don't know, I hope we've got a lot of years left in you yet, and we get to, I get hope you get to meet my children, and that I hope that, you know, when your time is up, that kind of the legacy is all set, and you can, you know, you can go knowing that, you know, the legacy continues, and Everything is kind of well placed, if if you know what I mean. I can't, I'd hate it if if we if we lost you soon, and you know none of us have had children, and we didn't know where, you know, where kind of there wasn't any certainty around that, and and and, and we'd never know. I I really hope you get to meet some of our grandchildren anyway. We need to we need to pack our ideas. Granddaughters, please. <laughs> well, I can't. You can't be fussy around these things, you know. I'm only joking. I would love. I would love to give you a granddaughter. Though. I'd love to have a little girl one day. I'm only joking. So, um, Grand, grandsons will be wonderful too. You'll take what you can get, won't you? I will. I will. So, yeah, I hope you just can continue your, your time and continue to keep swimming in the sea and enjoying walks in the park and down by the seafront. And you get your house by the down by the sea. And no, I'm just... happy. I'm happy where I am, really. Yes, I know you are. I know you are. Okay, then we've got a couple of other questions. Maybe these are quicker, slightly quicker questions. Um, we've got another rude one from Lawrence. So you haven't met Lawrence, but I think you'll enjoy Lawrence when you when you meet him. Mm. And he said he asked, "How long after the birth of Ben did you regret it?" <laughs> Which I thought was really very rude. Very rude. I loved you as soon as I clapped eyes on you. Okay, I'm sticking two fingers up at Lawrence. He's been he's been told, hasn't he? Then we had a question that said, "What's your favourite quality of each of your sons?" Okay. Well, Guy, I think the favourite quality with him is that he is very underneath. You wouldn't, he, he's a man of very few words, Guy, but he's very kind and thoughtful underneath. You wouldn't perhaps, when you, you met him, you wouldn't think, but he, he's very, he, he thinks about other people. Um, he, he's very good to his godmother and, and 
yes, his godmother. He always remembers my birthday and Mother's Day, and he always thinks he thinks very hard. Although you you uh, you might not you might not be aware of it. So that's Guy, Adam. You know that he will be there. I mean, you might not speak to him for a week, and um, when you do speak to him, it's very quick. Um, um, but you know that if there was a crisis, he would be there for you, um, whether it's it's with with Dad and I or whether he's with his friends. Um, they know that he they can rely on him. He is a person that when you need when you need somebody, he will be there for you. And for you, Ben, so many things. I don't. I think they're too many to list. It's a cop out I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually have to do it, do it for me. No, I think you're wonderful, but um, that goes without saying. Okay, and then just lastly, um, I can't let you go without saying. I mean, quick word about HeartSpace. What? What? You're inside HeartSpace, and I remember. So HeartSpace is a platform that I created to provide. Um, a safe place for people to 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 connect and grow emotionally, and um, yeah, become part of a beautiful community of people who 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 are there for one another, and to give each other the space to to really grow and express emotions and be all of who they can be. And yeah, I remember kind of you know it doesn't really didn't really sound like your cup of tea because it's not kind of the thing that you 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 do naturally. But being my mum, you kind of I think out of pity signed up, and then you're there, and now you know I come home and I can barely get a word out of you because you're sitting in heart space all the time. <laughs> so, uh, what does something like heart space bring you? Why are you on it, trying to steal my limelight by being the <laughs> star of the show when it's my bloody thing? <laughs> I just love all the people on it. Most mainly girls, very few very few men. We need a few more men if any men are listening. I love the people and hearing their story, well, not their stories, but just just hearing about them and everybody's different and I just feel uh, some some are very very deep, some are thinkers, some are amusing, funny. Um, and I just, I just love um, having a conversation with them, and I might not always be quite what is expected of. Well, no, nothing's expected of anybody. That's, but maybe I, I'm not, I'm not quite. Well, I'm by far the oldest anybody. Anyway, they're they're mostly um, much younger than me. I'm miles older than anybody else but anyway they're all very kind and lovely and um and I really enjoy the chat and the and hearing about them and what's going on and that's nice and I think that's just this nice place to end it's nice kind of my my philosophy you know is, is always it's I want people just to be all of who they can be and I feel like society teaches so many of us to put up fronts and to, to in my language wear a mask you know or be who we think we should be and we're constantly kind of battling that or you know as as I say it's heavy to wear a mask you know when you're trying to be something all the time it's very heavy and you know for me it was heart space is a place where I just want everyone to to allow to be allowed to be themselves and when you are yourselves then you experience connection and just like you just said you know you you love all the people inside of there and I hope that's partly because they've been allowed to be themselves and to express their truth and that that's one of the big things that I think with with society and humanity is that underneath it all we've we are all beautiful human beings we have all got lovely hearts but sometimes we we put up 
defenses that mean we have to try and be a certain type of person because it keeps us safer. Yeah, I am. Um, that's been a big part of my journey, you know, and who I was in my twenties was was, you know, I was trying to just fundamentally be accepted and validated as as a man and. I um I feel I'm a much better version of myself when I'm truly who I am, which is now allowing myself to have these conversations, to share more of my truth and to be able to share my love for you and all of that stuff that was always inside of me. I just had tried to bury it. And I want everyone to to ultimately be able to express who they are and their truth inside of them and it and have deeper connections with people and more meaningful and impactful and more great conversations and better relationships as a result. So, yeah, it's nice that you you said that. Thank you. Thank you. And, yes, I think it's it's wonderful, the kindness and the sincerity that HeartSpace, they all show. Everybody seems to be so open and kind and, and generous with their their love and companionship. It's wonderful. It lifts the soul. Nice. Thank you. Well, that's, and that's who I think you are too. I think that's, you know, we see that in, in you very much and that's what I've always seen in you. So, yes, thank you. Well, that's it, I think, Mum. You know, I think we've done a good job, haven't we, in just diving into our mother-son relationship and saving yeah. the world, haven't we? We've definitely saved the world, Ben. Well, there we go. And I've enjoyed it. Thank you. In spite of the, the difficult start we had. The exhausting technological problems. Yes. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> that I had with you. don't think I've ever had tech problems with you before. <laughs> no. Okay, well, thank you so much, Mum. Happy Mother's Day for Sunday. If, thank as, well, you. I'll see you, hopefully, if we bubble permitting that that all pans out. Yes, thank you. If we can make that happen. And then... Um, and happy Mother's Day to all mothers everywhere. Happy Mother's Day to all the mums. Have you got one final message for all the mums out there on Mother's Day? Yes, just enjoy your sons and daughters and have a lovely day, if, if hopefully you can see them. But if you can't, you'll make up for it later on in the year. And have a lovely, lovely day. There you go. Your, your Royal Highness of Heart Space has spoken. <laughs> okay, Mum, thank you so much. I love you lots. Thank you for everything love you give you. us and and for being our mum and for being brave enough to come and sit in this podcast space with me. Mm, thank you, Ben, and love you too. So there we go. Um, she's very special, isn't she? Really special. I have a very, very special relationship with Mum. I'm incredibly lucky. And do you know what? I was. It came to me sort of halfway through that, that... And that's a funny thing to come to, but I'll always have this conversation with her. You know, I won't, she won't be here forever, but I'll always have this. And yeah, that's beautiful to know because she's got such a special energy. I'm, I'm so lucky to have her. And it's beautiful for me to sit in that space and to, to share that with her. Um, so yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And next week we're back again, back into the conversation about the beautiful feminine energy with um, Farah and Amy um, that I just loved having um which ties in with this whole month of, of well the current theme of, of international women's day which was um earlier this week and um yeah just for me female empowerment celebrating the beauty and the uniqueness of the, the feminine and women and what they bring to the world so i hope you felt that in my mum and i hope you felt my love for her and just grateful to have the conversation to share it with you so thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll be back next week with amy and farah and if you'd be kind enough to uh, celebrate or support us 
by following or I, do, I think it's follow now on, on, on iTunes but follow or subscribe whatever the button is for you and to give us any reviews if this meant anything to you or any of our conversations have meant anything to you review subscribe follow whatever you're seeing and um, and if, you, if this resonates or you think someone might enjoy it we'd love it if you shared it it really helps us out so thank you thank you for any support and um, yeah enjoy your day <laughs>